Blog Talk Radio. Highway Live. My name is Rick Lupert. I'm your host for this hour of open mic poetry. I'm excited to uh, be here. It's been a couple months since uh, since we've done an open reading. Last month's show was, of course, our poetry contest winners announcement, which was um, a really cool event. We had um, uh, an opportunity to announce the winners of the 2019 Poetry Superhighway Poetry Contest. Not only let people know who the three winners were, but we um, listed the top ten uh, scoring positions where, uh, in which there were a number of people tied. A couple people were, were listening who were in those positions and called in to read their poems. So it wasn't a completely poetryless uh, event last month. Um, and you can see all that info. Well, that's not true. You can uh, see the winners of the contest by going to our website and clicking on uh, clicking on the contest item in the menu, and there you can see who they are as well as get a link to read the winning poems. The only place, of course, to hear who the uh, other folks are who scored in the top 10 scoring positions, meaning who scored in 4 through 10, not the winners, but just kind of a little shout-out to the folks who scored pretty high in the contest, is by listening to last month's show. Um, so you can do that on our website by clicking on Poetry Superhighway Live, and you can see a link to last month's show. Or perhaps you're already at the Poetry Superhighway Blog Talk Radio Show where uh, page where you can see all of our past episodes. We've been broadcasting live uh, almost every month for five or six years now. Our very first show was the contest winner's announcement in uh, in whatever year it was that we started, and we've been doing an open reading um, uh, almost every month since then, with a few other special shows that you could check out. We've uh, every year we have a conversation with our poetry contest judges. Um, we uh, also, um, well, what else do we do? Uh, we we've had a couple special uh, live uh, publication events. Um, the press that's uh, kind of associated with Poetry Superhighway is called Ain't Got No Press, and a few anthologies have come out on that press, including Ekphrastia Gone Wild, which is a, a book of poems where people uh, uh, of ekphrastic poetry, people responding to art, uh, which included a poem by the phenomenal poet, Wislawa Sisimborska. We also published uh, recently the book, A Poet's Sidor, which is a poet's uh, rewriting, responding to uh, text from the Jewish Friday Night Liturgy, and that included a poem from Leonard Cohen. All these books are available on Amazon. You can check out the Ain't Got No Press poetry website at poetrysuperhighway.com slash AGNP to see who all those folks are. Um, uh, but I mention that in this context because we did a couple of live shows on Poetry Superhighway Live uh, in which we... Um, uh, uh, folks called in and read. We mixed their stuff with music, their, their stuff, their poetry with music. Um, so that's some of the kinds of things that we do here on Poetry Superhighway Live. 
in addition to this, which is what we do more often than not, which is our monthly open reading. And if you would like to call in and read a poem, the number is 646-716-7362. I highly encourage you to do that. We've got open lines now, and the earlier you call in, probably the quicker that you'll get on, and the more time I'll have to talk with you, um, you'll get to read your poem. I'll talk with you about what's going on in your poetry world. Um, uh, maybe you've got a new book out. Um, you want to tell us about your website, a reading series, anything that that uh, that you've got going on with poetry. I'd love to learn about um, and expose other people to by giving you the chance to talk about it here, um, right on Poetry Superhighway Live. That's it. Again, the number to call in is area code six four six seven one six seven three six two. Also, if you happen to be on Facebook, this is where we uh, uh, there's sort of an extra way to interact with with the show. Um, in the Poetry Superhighway Facebook group, um, I've posted announcement an announcement about this show. Um, it's the one that currently says PSH Live Open Poetry Reading in two minutes, 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific time. Call in and read a poem. Um, so in the comments to that post, uh, that's where you can reply and you can uh, hear people you know, to, to what you hear. If someone's reading a poem that you like, you can uh, comment on it there. Um, it's where I'll be posting items, um, uh, links that are spoken on uh, on the show. If someone mentions a website or their book, I'll post a link to it right as a comment to that uh, post in the Poetry Superhighway group. So it's a great place to go and be interactive outside of just calling in and uh, and reading a poem. And what else can I tell you before we get to our, our first caller? Um, two things. Uh, one is maybe only one thing. Let's find out how many things as I babble on a little bit more. We're in the middle uh, of November, which means that we are in the middle of organizing our annual uh, ebook free-for-all. Uh, basically, in a quick nutshell, this is a project where um, if you've got an ebook of poetry in PDF format, or if you're willing to put one together before the end of the month, um, you uh, can submit it using an online form and all the specifics on how to, how to do that are there. Maybe you've got something that exists already. Maybe you want to put together a PDF just for this project. It doesn't have to be anything complex. But basically, before I get to all those details, what's going to happen is uh, we're, we're collecting all of these uh, e-books throughout the month of November. And then on December 1st, for 24 hours uh, Pacific time, from midnight to midnight, all of the e-books will be free to download by everyone in the world. So it's a really cool way to get a lot of people um, uh, to get your poetry in the hands of a lot of people. Or if you don't have any book and, and don't plan on making one, it's a great opportunity for you to just download a whole bunch of poetry for free. So you might be thinking, oh, wait a minute, shouldn't people, people be paying me for my, my stuff? And but you know, sure, why not? This may not be for you if you if if you if if that's uh, that's your initial thought on here. Um, I always I personally um, put up a an ebook every year that I make just for this project. That's kind of a sampler of a few poems that I've written throughout the year, maybe a couple of uh, selections from a recent book or an upcoming book, that kind of thing. Just um, so it's a unique kind of one-time offering, as opposed to taking one of my my full-length books, which I sell on Amazon or something like that, and making that available for free. So um, you know, that's how, that's that's kind of the way I do it. Um, you may think, well, I don't know how to make an ebook. Well, it really is just a PDF. If you can put poems together in a, in a word processing document, then you can just export it as a PDF, and that's it. Um, it could be that simple, just simply poems on on pages. Um, you could put a little bit more design to it. 
um, if you wanted to. Um, completely up to you. I've got an example of what I do. I'm, I'm a graphic designer, so I make something a little more complex. But um, if you go to my website and sign up, which is just poetrysuperhighway.com without the slash PSH, and you sign up for my email list, you can download my most recent ebook, which I think was uh, Poems into Guns, which I put together specifically for last year's ebook free for all. And you can see what I do. Um, it's more complex. It's, it's kind of like gives you the visual feel of, look, of flipping through a book. But you don't have to do that. It could be super simple. It could be just for this project. Um, and the cool thing is that un, you know every year that we do this project, lots of people download all the eBooks. Um, so for sure, someone is going to get a bunch of people are going to get exposed to your poetry if you put it together, and it's free. Um, we started doing this um, as a response to the Great Poetry Exchange, which we do I think in February, um, where um, people promise it's kind of like a, a, a chain letter thing except it's circular you you've you got a physical book and you promise to send it to someone else in the world you sign up and let us know what the book is etc and then in exchange you'll receive a book from someone else in the world and at the end of the month of collecting those books i send an email to, out to everyone and say you send your book to this person you send your book to that person blah 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 um, and so everyone gets a physical book in the mail just for sending your book out to someone else. And people would always ask, well, can I sign up with my ebook? And I was like, well, no, there's something kind of cool for this project about like if you send out a physical book, you're going to get a physical book back. But as a result of that, we started this ebook free for all project. So that way, if you've got an ebook, you can participate in it and you'll definitely get it into the hands of way more than just one person. If you got any questions about that, feel free to call in and I'd be more than happy to. Uh, 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 answer your questions on that and that's it um, you just go to the website poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH and uh, right there there is a, a banner on the on the top of the homepage which says great ebook free for all it's like the I don't know 19th 20th year we've done this I always for, forget how many years all of these things have been going on and when I announce them live uh, on the air I, I always get the number wrong like I think this year's poetry contest was the 23rd and I kept saying the 22nd and maybe I'm wrong even now and it was the 22nd and I kept saying the 23rd who knows we've been doing this for a lot of years I can tell you for sure I just looked on the website this is the 15th year that we've done the ebook free-for-all so join in um, and I'm going to post a link to the uh, ebook free-for-all as a comment to right now um, to the uh, post uh, promoting this particular um, event, Poetry Superhighway Live. All right, folks. Oh, yeah, I remember the other thing I'm going to tell you before we get to our first caller. Um, also, uh, today I've got a new spoken word MP3 to play for you at the half hour mark uh, every month. I try to play a spoken word track. Sometimes we play more as well. Uh, but um, uh, this year I've got a brand new track from Marula Blades. Um, she we uh, She's someone who's participated in our contest, and we played a, a previous spoken word track from her, and I'm excited that we're going to be able to play the track that um, that was one of the ones that tied for sixth place this year in, in the contest. So that's it. The number to call in, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is area code 646-716-7362. Our first caller is from the 209 area code. Hello. Hi. Um, this is uh, the 209 area code caller. Hi. Hello? What's your name? Uh, my name is Matthew Feinstein. Hey, Matthew. Where are you calling from? Uh, Long Beach, California. I've heard of it. Yeah, I uh, I bet. 
No, I, I live in Southern Cal too. I, Long Beach is a cool city um, uh, with a with a thriving arts community. I, I um, a while ago used to go to a bunch of readings down in Long Beach, and you've got a great bookstore too um, that that supports that Gatsby Books. So cool yeah, to hear from the yeah. LB. Yeah, it's it's really it's really a cool environment, honestly. Yeah. So uh, you you got a poem for us? Yeah, I I do. Um, do you, do I just read it? Is that is that kind of how this works? Absolutely, go for it. Say whatever you want to say about it, and 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 go for it. Okay. Well, um, I am currently applying to MFA programs in poetry uh, for creative writing. Um, so I just have been creating a lot of poetry, and I've been doing uh, workshops, like community workshops and, and stuff like that. Um, I essentially, uh, you know, I'm going to Long Beach State. I'm graduating this semester, and uh, this poem is called Jawbreaker. All right, and um, I'm just going to read it. Go for it. I cupped it in my – oh, sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. Okay. I cupped it in my tiny hands, wondering if I should eat it because I don't want – I didn't want it to shatter – my jaw and be wheeled to the doctor's office where he would shake his head in disappointment and say, we'll have to put this one down like the vets did to my dog when she choked on a chicken bone. But I told myself I wasn't scared. So I popped it into my mouth to taste its sweet tang, but it rolled up behind my teeth and lodged itself into my windpipe. So I couldn't breathe. And the substitute teacher ran over pressing below my ribs even though I was content with dying at age six until it catapulted itself out of my throat like a candy dispenser, hitting the floor, soaked in spit. But these days, when I think of death, I'd imagine my eyes look the same as my dog's when they stuck the needle into her fur. Man, that's a great poem, Matt. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. Yeah, I uh, it's kind of nerve wracking being on on air like this, quite frankly. But yeah, that's interesting. Do you do you ever uh, do you participate in open readings ever, like in person, getting up to a, on a mic and reading poetry? Yes, and and the funny thing, I've been at the Ugly Mug, I've been at um, other ones, like at Long Beach State, and um, quite frankly, it's even more nerve wracking right now than it is there because I know a lot of other people in the world are reading it or are listening to it. And it's not like I can gauge their responses or their expressions as I'm reading it. It's very, it's just very nerve wracking, I guess, because it's just, I'm on a, I'm on a call, you know, I'm on the line. So. Right. I hear you. It's a, it's cool. There is something very cool about um, being in front of a live audience. I mean, it's, it, it can be nervous, nerve wracking to a lot of folks because you're, you can actually see them, but it's cool to to get those actual reactions, you know the 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 laughs when you've said something funny, the um, the the oohs and ahs if you've said something that really resonates with someone, um, and it's also kind of educational if you don't get those where you ex- expect them. It helps you kind of get to know your own poems better, and you know, say, well, gosh, do I need to work on this particular line because I didn't they didn't react the way I I thought they would, and none of that you really get here on on the phone, uh, but, um, except for me, I guess. Um, so I, <laughs> I'm trying not to be too intimidating, but I'm, I'm really glad that you, uh, you did it anyway. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, um, <clears throat> excuse me. You said your, 
you're applying for uh, MFA programs um, in in writing. I'm I'm guessing, right? Correct. Yeah, and poetry specifically. Yeah. Poet. Are any particular ones you're you're hoping to get into, or where are you applying? Uh, I'm applying to 12 different schools, so I'm not going to list them all. But I mean, University oh, of wow. Virginia is one. I mean, all of the like the really like hot harder to get into schools. If I get into one school, I'm going to be okay with that, you know. So, like University of New Mexico is kind of one, and like I, I have a I have a list of them. I just um, I've done a lot of research, so um, just trying to figure out like which one, you know. I mean, I'm just going to apply and see what happens. Gotcha. Um, let me ask you a question. You know, sometimes I see folks commenting, uh, uh, people who don't have MFAs in particular. Um, who kind of decry the very process and try to maybe build a, build a wall up between, you know, uh, what they perceive to be two different kinds of poets and writers. And so I'm wondering, um, as someone who's who's obviously very, uh, you know, applying to twelve schools, you, you know, you're you, you just want to make sure to get, to get into one, and you're you know, this is something you're you're definitely going to do, and it, it's important to you. What's tell it? Can you give us some kind of um, not sure how to how to word this the right way, but like you know what's what's important to you about uh, about going to get an MFA in poetry? Um, so the only thing that I am really expecting out of an MFA is to work on my writing, and mm-hmm. and kind of, I like the workshop environment, and I think because um, I've all, I've liked that throughout my undergrad at Long Beach. You know, I'm taking a community workshop because I can't take any more. You know, right now. Um, and I'm taking it in Whittier. Um, and so like for me, um, you know, I, I thrive with getting feedback and having like a community and because I'm graduating this semester, you know, I, I really want to continue working on my writing, um, which is actually why, because a lot of the programs I'm applying to are selective, but they also fund you. So for me, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't necessarily want to pay all this money in tuition just to work on my writing because there is no guarantee that I'm going to, you know, get anything else out of it, you know? And so for me, it's like, it's just about the writing for me, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. You're, you're getting, you're going to be immersing yourself in a structure where you're basically required to, to work on your writing. Um, uh, both, I, I would imagine in a, in a, you know, workshop, maybe style environment as well as, you're probably going to have to read a lot, so you're going to expose, get exposed to a lot of other poetry, um, and, and 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 you know, which which is something I think that's a crucial tool to developing your own voice, discovering what you like and don't like, etc. Um, so yeah, that that makes a lot of sense, I think. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I I want to be in a community you know i mean i'm already in a community here but i i i want to continue that somewhere else or even in california you know i just want to go to the i think it'll help me get to the next step in my writing so cool that's great to hear i you know i think there's a there's a bit of cynicism out there among some folks who um who don't you would never consider an mfa program or even you know they they get it there's like a nitty-gritty of like I don't even want writing prompts, you know, it's just, you know, and I just think that, uh, you know, if you don't need or want something for your own writing, that's great. But to to kind of decry the whole availability of such things, you know, as as not worthwhile is is uh, is not great. I think sometimes, you know, people um, 
there's a you know maybe a concern that you know like if you're not in a great program or, or with teachers who aren't great that you're going to end up just learning how to write like like your teachers, uh, which in, in a good program and a good teacher really helps you develop your your own unique voice. I would say. Yeah, I I agree with that. You know, I mean, I've heard from multiple professors who teach um, creative writing at at Long Beach State, and you know, they've told me, you know, it. it so it doesn't all like a good writer doesn't always equate to a good teacher or a good professor. So, sure. yeah. Gotcha. Well, uh, Matt, um, Matthew, thanks so much for, for calling in today and uh, good talking with you about all this stuff. And, um, I hope you get into lots of schools and get to make a choice to, to, to be at the one that you really want to be at and, uh, best of luck to you. Please call in again. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Have a nice day. You too. That was uh, uh, Matthew Feinstein from Long Beach, California, a uh, uh, first-time caller to Poetry Superhighway Live um, and someone who uh, is uh, 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 applying to MFA programs. And I think we had a good conversation uh, there which shared some insights uh, into you know what the potential of such an opportunity could be um, if it's something that you're considering participating in. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, the next uh, – well, uh, if you'd like to call in, the number is area code 646-716-7362. Um, our next caller is from the 206 area code. Hello, 206. Yeah, hi. Can you hear me okay? I can. Hello. Good. This is Leah. And um, Hi, I'm Leah. actually calling from Tacoma, Washington. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So, I love hearing um, where people yeah, are from. I think it's so exciting to, like, you know, the the potential reach of something like this on the Internet is um, uh, is just so cool, you know. And it's uh, – and, you know, to go to Long Beach from Washington in five seconds is, is awesome. So welcome aboard. Yeah, I'm – yeah, thank you. I think this is the second time I've called actually, but um but yeah, I remember like doing radio shows when you actually had to show up, you know, as this little tiny it was actually kind of fun. This little tiny kind of hole in the wall indie radio uh studio and uh and read right there into a little microphone and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. But, you know, once once blog talk yeah, so it took off, of course, it just kind of revolutionized the whole process. Which is um, pretty cool. It did indeed, yeah. Um, uh, which is, of course, why we've been doing this for uh, for all these years because it's you know, enabled us to to reach out to so many different people. Um, so cool. Well, welcome back. I'm I'm, I'm sorry I didn't uh, uh, realize that you'd called in before, uh, but honestly, I I don't it's been a while. Uh, often remember where I live when I'm out. So it's uh, <laughs> you can hardly blame me for that. So. Um, do you got a poem for us? I do, as a matter of fact. So I'm going to read something that is from my upcoming um, chat book. It's kind of halfway between a chat book and uh, a normal size book, which is called Cocktails at Denny's um, from Alien Buddha Press. <laughs> So, um, yeah, (laughs) and um, I'm not going to read the signature poem. I'm going to read a different one, and it's called Legal Age. Here we go. The day after my 18th birthday, I wandered around Peoria in 20-degree below zero wind chill, 
trying to find a hotel that would take a check from a teenager with no luggage. Several desk clerks turned me out into the cold without mercy, but the one at the Ramada Inn took pity on me and said, yes. My room cost a fortune, $21, more than I had in my bank account, but I signed my name on a check anyway, ripped it from its plastic binder, got a magic key to liberation. The place was luxurious, queen-sized bed with a radio, or with, I'm sorry, wall radio, <laughs> um, rotary-dialed telephone with long distance. I called my parents told them not to worry. My mother's cried, screamed, and slammed down the receiver, so I phoned my boyfriend. We laughed about my mother's pain. I'm through with her forever, I said. Good riddance, he agreed. Afterwards, I felt hungry, ordered a hot fudge butterscotch sundae from room service, and listened to Year of the Cat on the wall radio. In the morning, I wrote the clerk a second check for $20. Charges for my phone calls and Sunday wandered into the frigid morning. After I found the bus station, I bought a ticket back to Peoria. Everything was going to work out. I'd never have to see my parents again. Instead, I'd move to Champaign-Urbana, get a job, work part-time in the evenings, and finish high school. I'd eat ice cream sundaes for dinner, and I would have sex without worrying about being called a whore by my jealous and violent stepfather. I sat on the front row of the bus, stared out the window, and dreamed of adventure. Adulthood stretched ahead like an unbroken swath of highway. When I arrived in Peoria, my parents lurked at the bus station with my three hyperactive siblings. The pack had tracked me down. Mom smoked a cigarette while my brother and sister ran in circles on the linoleum floor. Come home, she said. Just for one night, I replied. I don't have to stay any longer. I'm an adult now, you know. I had never held so much power. Comfortable hotel beds bad checks, ice cream sundaes, and the chance to tell my parents to fuck off. It would go downhill later. That didn't matter now. I was in charge of everything, and my checks wouldn't hit the bank for at least a week. No one would ever tell me what to do again. That's it. Power to the Leah. <laughs> That's how it seems when you're 18, right? And uh, yeah, I think adulthood uh, seems like so wonderful until you turn about 19 or 20, and you realize that you know you have to pay your own bills, and the rent comes due, and you got to get some stupid job where they think you're an idiot, and because you're young, and you know you're just doing fast food or something like that. So, but you know when it first happens, it's just kind of like God, I don't have to. I don't have to be beholden to, you know, my parents anymore. And that was like a big thing. It is a big thing. I remember that, uh, I remember getting out when I could, um, and, uh, and, um, and really liking it, <laughs> you know, and not yeah. looking back. 
Well, so yeah, that's a great I poem. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, thank you. What's, yeah, what, have the what's the name of your Oh, um, it's called Cocktails at Danny's, and uh, and it's being released um, in one week uh, on, by Alien Buddha Press, which is a great name. And then I just had two other books come out, and I should mention that. Um, not yeah. Alien Buddha Press, but two other books that were published in October. One is called um, Misguided Behavior, Tales of Poor Life Choices, and that was published by Zikmate Press out of Montreal, and then and that's short stories. It's all prose. And um, and the other book is called Death and Heartbreak, which was published by Weasel Press, um, and that's just poetry. So it's been a busy year. That's great. Well, congratulations on uh, on all your. Um... Your book's success. Just clarify, is it um, cocktails at Denny's, as in the the diner, at or Denny's. Danny's, as in okay? No, Denny's, as the as the diner. Denny's. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's funny. Yeah, we, that's that's great. Just yeah. <laughs> I think I I I think everyone has had a Denny's period in their life. Uh, you know, where you you just that's the place you go with all your friends and hang out there at the end of the events. You know that you're at and I, uh-huh. I just feel like in my life I've had several Denny's periods with different groups of people um, and um, so there's something uh, I don't know there's something iconic about Denny's and the idea of having cocktails oh, there is so. <laughs> crazy but it's uh, cool well um, uh, Leah do you have a website or anything people can check out if they want to know more about your work uh, no the best way to, to do it is to just go to my Facebook page which is um, you know facebook.com Leah Mueller writer or you can just send me um, you know a person can just send me a friend request on Facebook I pretty much put everything that ever comes out you know I get published a fair amount on various literary websites and stuff um, you know and I put them all up on my page and then I've got a Twitter which which is um, uh, at Leah Snapdragon. So that's the way to get in touch with me and, and see my work. Um, you know, it's it's kind of scattered about all over the place. <laughs> so it is pretty easy to find. Well, that's what we do. We just throw it all out there at all the different places, and uh, and hopefully, you know, that, that, that at least three people will read it as a result of that. So uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, it works out pretty well actually, because you know I'm, uh, you know, I'm fortunate to have a lot of Facebook friends that actually read my stuff, which uh, makes me feel good. They don't have to, you know. There's a lot of stuff they could be reading at that moment, so if That's they opt true. to read my stuff, I feel pretty good about it. So well, That's thank great. you well, so much. My pleasure, Leah. Thank you for calling back in. Um, I hope you call call in again soon. Um, and uh, and uh, best of luck with your new book. I'm gonna next time I go to Denny's, I'm gonna demand a cocktail with my uh, with my uh, omelet. <laughs> yeah, they don't all have cocktails, but the, the one in Idaho that inspired uh, the the title did have. And I went in. I just got a beer though. I didn't get a cocktail, but they had their own little Denny's bar there, and uh, I just thought that was. Uh, quite funny it was it was a small town so it was a real hub of activity for the community and yeah. um I just uh yeah small town americana I, 
I was just uh, in a, in another part of L.A. Um, in in the Inland Empire, actually not really L.A. but Southern Southern Cal, kind of halfway between L.A. and and Palm Springs, and in this little town uh, there was uh, a Denny's, and it was labeled like on the sign as a classic Denny's. Ah, yes, which I, I, I thought was just like, well, what does that mean? Like, and how does that differ from another Denny's? You know, what are what are they allowed to refer to themselves as a classic Denny's, you know, and is there another Denny's nearby that's that's offended because it's it's not <laughs> classic, you know, is it a nouveau Denny's? What what does it mean, you know? Uh is it the Disneyland of Denny's? I don't understand what it what it meant. This was just last week. It might just be a, you know, particular um genre that is um determined by the actual age of the Denny's, like maybe it just hasn't been, you know, updated because some of them have the updated uh, sign and, you know, the and and architecture and then kind of like those old McDonald's that they have still have a few of scattered around the U.S. as opposed to the, like, really cookie-cutter McDonald's that you see now. And, you know, I don't eat at McDonald's, but, but I appreciate, like, an iconic old building. I think, you know, there's something very, like um, – like architecture anyway is kind of one of our um, most tangible links to, you know, our own history. So, you know, and, and so like you can get that from looking at buildings. Um, you don't have to go to a museum or anything like that, but you can get a sense of the history of the, of the U.S. and, you know, through, through the architecture of, of other buildings. So that makes it, that makes it kind of cool. But one quick thing about Danny's that I had to insert was it makes me think of my, my ex-husband like years ago it was his birthday. And, you know, and I was like, you know, we're going to go out to, I was going to cook something or I don't know, it wasn't any, you know, I didn't have anything special planned, but, you know, I did kind of expect him to come home and, uh, and so he was gone all day on his birthday. And this was long ago before cell phones, and, you know, so anyway, calling him so you know he got back and I was I was pretty upset and I was like well where'd you go where were you and he goes well you know I decided I wanted to get like my my my, my birthday meal at Danny's <laughs> so what he did in Seattle was he just walked from one Denny's to the next in the city of he really liked walking in the city of Seattle and went and had breakfast at one Danny's and then he like walked around for a while built up an appetite walked to another Danny's had lunch at the other Danny's and then walked around some more had dinner at a third Danny's <laughs> he said he'd always wanted to do that and you know and then he came home <laughs> and, and he's entitled <laughs> and he said, to that too we should yeah well, it was his birthday and he said I would try to talk him out of it if he had called me from a payphone to let me know that was his plan so he didn't bother to call and let me know right he figured it I'd did seem upset. like a, an intervention is in order uh, <laughs> uh, with that kind of situation um, and what's cool you know if you get on enough restaurants email lists you, you, you know every one of them sends out a coupon for your birthday and, and they're not you know most of them are usable over a period of you know, a week or leading up to your birthday, so you don't have to do it all in one day. You could have quite a quite a lot of free food uh, um, there. It's, it's funny yeah. you should mention the the McDonald's um, because very close, relatively speaking, to this classic Denny's I mentioned is the location of the very first McDonald's restaurant. Uh, the building ah. which has 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 is gone, but um, on the site of which um, there's a McDonald's museum. Uh, run not by the McDonald's Corporation, uh, uh, but by people who were 
uh, loosely associated with the original creators of McDonald's, the McDonald's brothers, um, who, I don't know if you saw the movie The Founder, but who uh, ended up being uh, disenfranchised from the actual McDonald's corporation. So the McDonald's corporation oh, that's doesn't really. Oh, I never in, saw that. Yeah, it's it's worth checking out um, just for the for the same sense of history that you were speaking of um, from mm-hmm. architecture of, of this iconic brand. But it's a it's a cool little museum that has like you know decades of cabinets filled with old Happy Meal toys and 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 other iconic things from <laughs> from there. So it's and it's right on the the actual spot of of where the very Drift first McDonald's restaurant was. So. Uh, though it's a different building now, uh, because apparently the city of San Bernardino doesn't uh, like to uh, maintain anything. <laughs> oh yeah, so, yeah. Well, thanks anyway, again. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you so much right. for calling, and I, I sure. hope you call back again and have good luck with your new book. All right, that was uh, Leah calling from Tacoma, Washington. Uh, nice long conversation with her. Very cool poem that's coming up from her. Uh, New chapbook, Cocktails at Denny's on Alien Buddha Press, so check that out. And if you're uh, in the Facebook group, you can see I posted a a few links that she mentioned to uh, her books, Misguided Behavior, Tales of Poor Life Choices, uh, which is a short stories book on Amazon, as well as a link to her poetry book, Death and Heartbreak, which also came out this year, so you can check those out. And a link, just for fun, to her Twitter page, so plenty of ways you can keep in touch with Leah uh, if you'd like to. Um, so the number to call in if you would like to call in and read a poem is area code 646-716-7362. We're safely past the half-hour mark of the show, and I'm going to play um, our spoken word track for this month. This is the poem, The Green and Light of Things, by Marula Blades. <laughs> Yet again, the camera's lens is 
pierced by cruelty. I try to reflect on the green and light of things. The green and light of things. The green and light. Very cool. That was the poem, The Green and Light of Things, uh, by the poet Marula Blades. Uh, Marula, uh, we played a spoken word track by her uh, in the past, um, which you may have heard if you've listened to um, our show uh, periodically on and off, or perhaps you're just a fan who's listened to every single one we've ever done. Um, And um, uh, this particular poem is one that... um, uh, was uh, entered into our recent Poetry Superhighway Poetry Contest, and which um, of the uh, over 800 poems which were entered is one of the ones that tied for uh, in the sixth highest scoring position. Um, just to clarify, because some people word this a little bit differently, we only have three winners of the contest, um, and those are the people who score uh, in the top three scoring positions. Um, and just as uh, for fun, we also list the rest of the folks who score in the in positions four through ten. We don't consider um, uh, those people who placed in the contest or quote winners, um, but certainly it's a great achievement to have um, uh, scored that high. Um, I just only mention it because I see sometimes when they find people find out uh, that you've you scored in fifth place or something, you know, people say, hey, I won fifth place. Well, technically, winning is not exactly correct. We've only got three winners. Um, sounds awfully semantic, annoyingly semantic as I'm saying this out loud. But anyway, you get the idea. But um, it's no small achievement to score in the top ten in the Poetry Superhighway contest. So thank you, uh, Marula, for um, sending us that poem. Um, uh, this, uh, as I mentioned, it scored sixth place in this year's Poetry Contest. Um, um, uh, forgive me if I'm mispronouncing the name, but the um, instrumentation was played by Horg Heinrich, uh, J-O-E-R-G. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right, pronouncing that correctly. He played the instruments and recorded the track in his poetry kitchen studio in Berlin, Germany. Uh, so, um, so that's pretty cool. I think this is a spoken word track that can't, comes all the way from Germany. Um, Marula Blades is an Afro-British poet, writer, and painter who lives in Berlin, and obviously she's someone who's participated in Poetry Superhighway projects in the past, um, as uh, as uh, we have played her spoken word tracks uh, that she sent in, in the past, and, and obviously she entered the contest as well. Uh, that's how she scored in uh, sixth place by by entering. You can't you can't score if you don't enter. You know what I'm saying? Um, that sounds a little dirty, but uh, well, just go with me on it. Um, so, what's the whole idea behind the spoken word track uh, segment of our show? We do this every month on our, during our open reading. At least we try to. Um, and the idea is that um, anyone can just call in and read a poem. In fact, please call in now. The number six four six. 716-7362. We'll get you on the air shortly, and you'll have the chance to read a poem. Uh, but at the half-hour mark, or, or as close as we can based on uh, our conversations with other folks, we play what we call a spoken word track. So what makes a spoken word track? Well, it's something that's more than just a straight reading of a poem. It's something where uh, you have 
uh, uh, created a recording that includes uh, more than just your voice. Um, and that could be like um, in the track that we just heard from Marula. It could be uh, music that's added to your track. It could be live music that was or that was created by someone, like it like was in this case um, in a studio. Um, it could be something that you mix yourself um, using simple tools like GarageBand or other recording tools, depending on what you have. Um, it could be just a live recording where you've set up a mic and there's a person next to you playing an instrument and you're reading and it all gets recorded at the same time, um, anything of that nature. Um, you could be something that you just add sound effects to. It doesn't have to be uh, music per se that creates the extra element. Or the other thing that we'll take to consider um, for the spoken word track segment of the show um, is if it's a uh, recording in front of a live audience where the reactions of the audience or perhaps even your introduction um, but in particular, their reaction, their um, their applause at the end, their laughter, if, if that happens, their um, oohs and ahs, kind of the ambient sounds of the room, that creates the extra element of the track, um, which differentiates it from just you calling in and reading a poem. Um, so if you've got something like that, or you're willing to make something like that, um, email it to me. Email me an mp3 at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com. And um, I'll take a listen, and I'll be happy to consider it for a future episode of the show. We try to play one track every month, and uh, and and so far we've been able to do that. I've got, I've got a, I, I listen to all the tracks that come in and make a decision about the one to play, and I try to play uh, one by a different person uh, every month. And uh, sometimes we'll repeat tracks that we've played previously um, um, extra, and sometimes we'll play a different track by the same person um, uh, if, if we hadn't played that track before. So, um, no set rules. Um, I just want to, I just want to have some cool stuff to play on the air during that track. So put an MP3 together and send it to me at rick at poetry superhighway.com. Here's another one that we played, uh, recently. Um, before we do, again, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. Uh, this is the poem Drawing Breath by Ella Rain Lockie. Drying breath. In bed at midnight, I keep the light after strapping on the mask armor against sleep apnea. Rise above this rape by air and into a Stephen King character whose problems are worse than an unforgiving sea storm forcing its way down a windpipe. A long balloon pumped to the point of burst over and over an insufficiency to exhale against the assault. Anxiety a little like death in its aloneness. On the ceiling, a crane fly competes with King's protagonist for my attention. Flits from one glow-painted star to another. A wee astronaut exploring the solar system with wings that speak louder than written words. I look up its homepage on my laptop. She doesn't wonder which breath will be her last, doesn't know about her three-day lifespan, doesn't even feel the need to eat. She knows another need and wants to find him fast, is willing to search the entire universe for one quick contribution to perpetuity. 
I could put a glass over her and turn her outside right now. Or I could wait for morning to become the fairy godmother of mating. Reach up and switch off her sun. Find solace in the shine of the smallest moon and stars. The flickering shadows of a familiar. An angel of mercy who brings breath like the slack tide. That was a, a repeat of a spoken word track that we played before. That was the poem Drawing Breath from the poet Ellerain Lockie. I'm especially excited to play that because uh, Ellerain um, uh, uh, not only is a wonderful poet and a, a great participant in poetry superhighway stuff uh, for many years, but she also happens to be the person who won this year's poetry contest. Uh, came in first place. Um, uh, and uh, and uh, she um, uh, with 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 her poem, which you can read by going to our website, um, uh, poetrysuperhighway.com/psh. Scroll down a little bit, and you'll see the post where we um, where we presented the three winning poems of the contest. This year's winners were uh, Ellerain Lockie, um, who uh, um, is uh, uh, from uh, Los Angeles. Uh, Sorry, Sunnyvale, California. Suzanne O'Connell, who's from Los Angeles, California, and Alicia Elcourt, who's from Santa Monica, California. It's the first year this has ever happened. Uh, all, we've had uh, poetry entries from all over the world, including this year's contest, and usually the winners are from all over the place as well. Um, uh, all three winners this year are from the state of California, chosen by judges from uh, all over the world, or all over the U.S. at least uh, this year. So very cool uh, to uh, hear that spoken word track from Ella Rain. Um, and hopefully she'll accept the invitation uh, to judge the 2020 Poetry Superhighway Contest, which is uh, coming up next summer. Um, so there you go. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're gonna we're gonna call it at that. I want to thank our two callers today, Matthew from Long Beach, California, and Leah from Tacoma, Washington. Um, our next show is going to be on Sunday, December 15th um, at 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific. We did our show uh, about an hour earlier this year uh, for uh, reasons on this end that, uh, frankly, are none of your business. Uh, we just did an hour earlier this 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 month, but uh, next week, next month, we'll be back to our regular time, 2 p.m. Pacific, um, on December 15th. So put it on your calendar. Plan on calling in and reading a poem. We have no content or style restrictions, and so it's great to hear poetry from all over the place and give you the opportunity to uh, let us know what's going on in your poetry world. So thanks so much, uh, Matthew from Long Beach and Leah from Tacoma. Thanks to Marula Blades uh, from Berlin, Germany, for uh, sending in that spoken word track, which we played. And thanks to Ellerain Lockie, who... Uh, uh, well, I already thanked her because we played her track uh, in the past. I, she had no idea I was going to play her track again this month, but thanks to her for sending it in in the first place. Uh, don't forget that our uh, uh, you have until the end of this month to join in our currently running the 15th annual ebook free for all. Put together an ebook of poetry. It's a cool exercise. If you don't have something, you can put together something just for this project with a few sample poems in it. Um, uh, submit the form online. Um, you'll uh, you'll put in the title, you put in your name, you'll put in a website if you have one, 
um, and a 50-word maximum description. That's really important. If you put your description in – if your description is longer than 50 words, I'm going to send you an email and say, hey, your description is longer than 50 words. Can you rewrite it? And it won't get added until you do. So if you wait until the very end of the uh, submission period and you don't follow that guideline, that means that you're – we won't have time to correct that. So make sure your description is 50 words or less. Um, have your PDF ready to go. Your PDF has to be less than one megabyte, and there's some pretty simple ways to compress how you do that. If it's just text, it shouldn't be a problem. If you're including images, make sure they're they're small in file size, um, and uh, and then your book, along with every other ebook uh, that is submitted, will be available for uh, everyone to download for free uh, for 24 hours on December 1st. Um, so you don't have to worry about it being out there forever. If you, it's just a limited time thing, and hopefully a lot of people will download your stuff and be exposed to your poetry and, and maybe get in touch with you and tell you how much you like it. Or if you've got a, a book for sale out there, maybe they'll really like your work and then say, hey, I really like this person's work. I'm going to go buy it. Um, the other uh, uh, kind of cool thing that we do, um, just for fun really, there aren't really winners or losers in this contest, is um, we, we keep track of how many times each one was downloaded and at the end of the 24-hour period, we'll replace, uh, we'll we'll add that info to the listing. So um, you'll see this book was downloaded 50 times. This book was downloaded 30 times. So everyone will know how many times each book was downloaded, which is kind of cool. And then you'll be able to have bragging rights and say, hey, my book was downloaded 12 times by people. Uh, um, so there you go. So that's it's in a weird way. It's kind of like imagine that you sold 12 books. Um, Forget about the money that you that you would have made from selling 12 books, but just now you know that 12 people out there have your book if that's the number that download it, which is just a cool thing to, to think about. Um, and it's kind of gratifying as an artist to have a way to get your work out there. So the deadline to get your ebooks in um, is going to be the last day of this month at 10 p.m. Pacific time. I believe that's uh, November 30th at, uh, at 10 p.m. Pacific time. That's uh, 1 a.m. Uh, on December 1st, I guess, of, uh, uh, Eastern Time. And and as usual, uh, if you're in a different time zone than those two, you'll have to do your own time zone math and figure it out. It's 10 p.m. Pacific Time. Um, so join in. You can go to the website poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH, and uh, there's a, a nice big banner showing you how to join in the uh, uh, the 15th annual ebook free for all. And when you click on that, not only will you see all of the um, books that are in so far, but you'll see, um, uh, or I'm sorry, not only will you see all the details on how to join in, but you'll see all the ebooks that are in so far. And I think there's 19 uh, that are up right now. That's another cool benefit of joining in this project that even though the download is only available for 24 hours, your listing stays up for the entire year. So if you list a book, and in particular if you have a website or other link to it or whatever, you know, to you on Facebook or anything, or even if it's just your name and a description of the, the book and the book title, that's going to be up on the web page for the entire year until the following year's ebook free for all gets going. So it's like a year of free advertising for your 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 book, your ebook, or you for that matter. So there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, tuning in to Poetry Superhighway Live. Um, have a great rest of your day, and uh, hope to hear from you next month. Our next show is December 15th, uh, 2019, at 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific. Head to our website to check out all the cool stuff we do, poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH, and right on.